Hello. Hello. I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the Squad Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. And we love our friends, too. Yes. Which is why (laughs) in this very special episode... We have a, not only one of our best ghoul friends, but uh, she is a makeup artist extraordinaire. Uh, She has worked on television shows. She does all kinds of Halloween makeup and is just an amazing human all around. We have our friend Liz here today. Hello. Liz, what's your, you're on Instagram as Betty12G. MUA underscore Under, MUA underscore MUA makeup artist that's what yes. that sounds like you're gonna yes. hear it a lot today exactly MUA yes mwah mwah that's how I do mwah so uh, be sure to follow her because she does freaking like she does TV shows and such too but uh, she also works at a haunted house that we're in every yes. year and does amazing makeup for yeah. the haunted house makes us all look scary AF yep. you'll see a, a lot of our faces on there yeah. yes <laughs> So, welcome Yay, to the podcast, welcome. Liz! Yay! Yay. So excited. <laughs> I'm going to cackle, I'm going to curse, and... You'll fit right in. Yeah, that's exactly some what we do. my favorite shit. We're good. Oh, <laughs> uh, so excited. Yes. Well, to get started, I have a joke for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can't lie until I say it. <laughs> okay, what would a monster's psychiatrist be called? No, it's my psychiatrist. <laughs> Okay. But what's what's the real answer? <laughs> the monster's psychiatrist. It's a Shrinkenstein. Ah! <laughs> it's great. Don't don't tell Ryan that I called him that. <laughs> <laughs> now I kind of want to call mine that. Anyway. <laughs> well, I have one for you too. Ready? Where do most werewolves live? <gasps> I don't know where. Howlywood, <laughs> California. <laughs> They just get better and better. Oh, that's so bad. Hey, we haven't run out yet. I, I don't know. know how. Eventually we will. We're just going to repeat all of these and uh, everybody's going to be like, find some new jokes. Well, this one's episode 87. Oh my God. And we haven't, we haven't run out of jokes yet. Oh, wow. But hey, there's time. I need yes. to bring more popsicle sticks. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can you help us out? Right. <laughs> Guaranteed. Most of the ones that we said are probably on those popsicle sticks. Yes. So. Yes. It's going to be a lot of popsicle eating. (laughs) Sorry. You eat that popsicle, Brie. Tell us all about it. We should make a spooky popsicle. Hell yeah, we should. Spooky facts on the stick. Yeah, man. Ooh. Sticks are useless. TM. Yeah, I know, like TM. TM. We trademarked it. We said it. This podcast is trademarked. Yep. Okay. Uh, should we get into ghouls news? Yes. Okay. Ghouls news. Ghouls news. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. This is well, Laurel so, and Hardy. Who's on first? Yes. Okay. So... Just a reminder, we have a wonderful anniversary giveaway going on right now. Sponsored by us. Yes. <laughs> Sponsored by no one but us. <laughs> um, and so in celebration of our, our year anniversary, we are giving away Trivial Pursuit, the horror ultimate edition. And those questions are hard. Super hard. Like you have to have really watched and it's not just the classic horror movies it like goes deep into the vault it's everything on some of those i'm like what 
Yeah, it's what? crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's some hard questions in there, but it should be fun. But yes, please, we, uh, every day I try to share it in our stories, but go to our post on our Instagram and there are the rules and instructions on how to enter. And we are going to announce the winner on June 1st. Yes, we are. So you'll have, by the time this episode airs, you'll still have a couple of days to enter. Yes. Groovy time. So do it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and then last but not least, we are Kitty FX Shop Brand Ambassadors. Yeah. Uh, so run by Allie and Geo. Kitty FX actually makes like some of the cutest, most fun freaking jewelry on the face of the planet. So cute. Uh, and her Slasher Summer Collection comes out in nine days from today. I can't wait. Which from... Uh, the time that this episode airs will be two days. So check her out. Follow her on Instagram. Be sure to patronize small businesses. And if you do, you can use our code SquadGhouls at checkout for 15% off. Uh, or we have a link on our website at www.thesquadghouls.com. You can just click that link and it will automatically take you to the website and apply your 15% off at checkout. Yeah. Do it. I don't know why I'm talking like that. It's the tequila. <laughs> Um, <laughs> happy friday yes starting to shop. i feel oh, like yeah. after it's always like after the week of work we're always like booze lots and lots of booze alcohol <laughs> yes it's the only way numbing. we can get through yes <laughs> Uh, well, we also want to share some great indie horror films that are out right now. Um, so the first one I want to share, it's called Spiral, not the one that's out right now. Not Chris Rock Spiral. Not the Chris Rock Spiral. This is a different Spiral, and it's on Shudder. Um, right now, it holds a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. I actually watched this the other night because I don't sleep. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and what better way to try to, I don't know, get to bed, I guess, try to find something to watch on yeah, watch a scary movie yeah so so the story uh follows a married couple malik and aaron and they move into a new town so they can you know kind of have a better place to raise their daughter so i like you know that it's you know same sex couple you know something something different and um but their neighbors have this like really interesting party and then weird stuff starts happening so the town doesn't Ooh. seem so nice anymore yeah it was and and uh jeffrey um Ah, Jeffrey Bowman. No, wait, I can't. I always say his name wrong because it's so long. Well, mine's longer, but <laughs> Jeffrey Bowman Chapman. Ah, he's always on Drag Race and I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> but anyway, he is in it. The court. No, not the choreographer. No, no, no. He's the actor. He always plays like the love interest when they do those like movies on Drag Race. Oh, when they do like the little like the acting challenges. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Jeffrey something. Uh, but cute. Yeah. Awesome. But it's cool. Check it out. Great. <laughs> uh, the one that I picked is called The Boys from County Hill. Oh. Uh, which is also on Shutter. So this one came out in 2020. And it follows this group of Irish road workers who accidentally awaken an Irish vampire. I like it. Uh, but it's oh. funny because they shit talk Bram Stoker the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh, it has an 84 on Rotten Tomatoes right now and it's actually pretty good yeah. I enjoyed it it's fun and uh, yay for Irish vampires yeah. the OG Irish vampire <laughs> I feel like Shudder's been really like putting some good content out they there they got some good ones and it's only six bucks a month I just want to hear what an 
Irish vampire sounds like. Oh my gosh, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. Exactly, exactly. It is the best. Your teeth are bullshit. He wants a, he wants a shot of blood and a, a shot of Jameson. <laughs> yes. And it will, and it's definitely bloody. It will not disappoint. Oh, yay. Yes. You know how I like the gore. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, should we get in our booze news? Yes. Right. Booze news. Booze news. Okay, so there is going to be a new take on Gaston Leroux's uh, The Phantom of the Opera. It's in the works right now. And uh, this time, it's just going to be called Phantom. Okay. And it's kind of being billed as a, a psychological horror thriller. So, uh, okay. it's cool. Okay. <laughs> so, Deadline reported that Phantom will be a music-filled, big-scale, contemporary psychological thriller film loosely inspired by the 1910 novel uh, Le Fantôme de l'Opera by Gaston Leroux. I was like, oh, You mean cool. it wasn't created by Andrew Lloyd Webber? <laughs> no. I'm totally kidding. Guess not. <laughs> not this one. No, but somebody would probably ask that question. <laughs> I'm like, is it not the one with um with my boo thing in it? It's not the one with Gerard Butler where he plays the Phantom. No, we're not doing that. No. <laughs> okay, it's fine. <laughs> I guess. But um, they're saying the film is being compared to Black Swan and Misery. Okay. Interesting. Ooh, the yeah. <laughs> so um, so Anthony McCartan, who's best known for write, writing the biopics, The Theory of Everything, Darkest Hour, uh, Darkest, oh God, it's the tequila. You're doing great. Darkest Hour, <laughs> uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and The Two Popes. He is writing the screenplay. Oh, interesting. And, yeah. And the project is being developed by Muse of Fire Productions, Scooter Bronze, SB Projects, and Compelling Pictures. Okay. Yeah. So... That'd be cool we'll see um i remember the phantom with um robert england that one was a cool one sort of i mean there's no music but anyway it was kind of more scarier anyway mm-hmm. so uh from the directors uh rob roberto de feo and paolo stripoli there is a, a mysterious italian horror film titled a classic horror story and it's popped up uh, and it's being teased um by netflix with a first look um so they said think the italian midsummer meets texas chain massacre that's what netflix tweeted okay yeah <laughs> just can, do we have to have the part where somebody crawls into a bear carcass i could do without that this time it's like bear grills oh right? gosh i'm good with that <laughs> So they say in a classic horror story, um, music for children, an abandoned house, five strangers, and it looks like the classic horror movie. Um, yeah, so that's all they're teasing. But a classic horror story uh, comes to Netflix July 14th. Oh, so I should stop trying to search for it to add it to my queue then. Right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, they did tease it. So you could probably watch a little trailer for it. But anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Groovy. Uh, in other news, there are a few spooky movies coming to HBO Max in June. Woo-hoo. So ev- all of these are launching on June 1st. So it's The Conjuring 2. And this was the one that was the story of the Enfield poltergeist. Uh, <sighs> Doctor Sleep, specifically the director's cut. Oh. Mine Hunters with, you know, baby Val Kilmer and baby Christian Slater. Yeah. Uh, and Stoker. 
is Ooh. also coming June 1st. And then on June 4th, the long anticipated and awaited The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do so It. So excited. I know. wait. Dude, I'm, I got to see that one in a theater because if mm-hmm. the demons yes. aren't coming at you in full IMAX splendor, did oh. it really happen? Like, no. Is 3D a thing now? Again? I wish. <laughs> oh, not, not like... I wish. I guess IMAX now. Everything's 80 feet tall. Okay. Yeah. Bullshit. With the seats that vibrate. <laughs> oh, I mean, the, the D-box. Like if the nun or something was in. Oh, fuck that nun. Oh, my God. Fuck <laughs> that Coming nun. at you? Yeah, no. I'd probably shit your pants. Oh, no. man. I really yeah. hope with all Don't the, like. Don't that high. No. No. I'm <laughs> 3D. All weed. There, no. there is not a gummy strong enough <laughs> to get me through that. I've oh. never been so pushed out of the way. <laughs> before move 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 Sarah's so like bye bitch that nun is coming out yeah. Yeah. one of us is gonna die and it's not gonna be me it's fine I'm black I'm usually the one to die in movies <laughs> sorry it's true though well uh, last but not least based on the urban legend of the black eyed kids the supernatural creeper titled let us in not to be confused with let the right one in or let me in this Uh. is let us in uh is being is coming out with tobin bell and it arrives on video on demand on july 2nd nice i know so it's directed by craig moss from a screenplay that was co-scribed by jw calero and it stars mackenzie moss stady stanley and maddie uh, mackenzie ziegler among other folks. So, brief synopsis, a spirited 12-year-old girl and her best friend look to uncover the sudden disappearances of several missing teens in their small town. Realizing that there might be something deeper happening, Emily and Christopher might be up against forces that they can't imagine. Nothing in that plot says anything about black-eyed children. Nothing. Nope, not a damn thing. <laughs> mm. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be fun. Yep. <laughs> hopefully i don't know (laughs) um well anyway so we want to continue to share some great um small businesses that you should be supporting we don't need to give amazon more money (laughs) well sometimes we have to but (laughs) but we uh, sometimes i need deodorant i'm sorry right (laughs) it's too peoply out there it's too peoply (laughs) but when we can (laughs) but when we can we buy stuff from small businesses yes (laughs) When we don't need deodorant. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so great. Um, so the first one I want to share is Lively Ghosts. Um, I believe I shared this like w- like long, long time ago, <laughs> possibly. But um, I wanted to reshare because they have some really great things coming out. Um, and Lively Ghosts was started by Lindsay Kay. And they're on Instagram, but they also have their uh, website, livelyghosts.com. Um there's some great new new arrivals they're dropping pins like crazy oh, i've got so many of and they're fun so pins. cute <laughs> and it's it's addicting it's it's such a problem i need a denim jacket to put all of my pins on now and then here's the part where sarah is going to look on her phone mm-hmm. <laughs> they just came out with a trick-or-treat candy corn collar oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh just, you saw it of course i did did and you already buy it fo- i follow her forever oh okay because <laughs> i was like I- i'm sure sarah probably bought this already no i found her at um season screw like the very first right. season screamings and i've loved her and followed her ever since yeah but they i mean 
they have tons of stuff and it's really really cute so please check out lily ghosts yes um the other one isn't so much of a business shop per se mm-hmm. um but f- if you are local to the southern california area you should follow spooksy boo events yeah. on instagram so it's making good things happen yes yeah, so it's spelled s-p-o-o-k-s-i-b-o-o boo um so uh it's husband wife team that also have their own shop it's that's just under spooksy boo um but they wanted to bring spooky events to the southern california greater los angeles inland empire orange county area all year round um so they've been hosting all these great little pop-up markets with a ton of different vendors they're doing one tomorrow actually at the emmanuel church in la for those that don't know what that is if you were an emo child of any sort (laughs) and you listened to my chemical romance it was where the helena video was filmed um so that should be fun there will be a ton of other shops there but follow spooksy boo events because they're always hosting fun pop-ups uh you can attend or get introduced to other great vendors and keep supporting small businesses of course yes yes (laughs) so getting into our episode today and the reason that our friend liz is here we are going to talk about some of our favorite horror movie makeups Yay! In different categories. <laughs> so who better to help talk about horror movie makeup than a makeup artist? Mm-hmm. Yes. So we broke out, and the way that this will work, we broke out uh, different categories. So things like best possession, best vampire, best monster, and, and so forth. So I think we have five well, or six. Always, there was my category too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, <laughs> we have five or six that we'll talk about, and then we'll <clears throat> each pick our favorite. And we'll talk a little bit about the makeup, how it was done, and yeah. Yay. Yeah. So we'll actually start with Liz to talk about uh, Best Possession. What was oh, your favorite? Man. <laughs> oh, that's another one. Um, <laughs> I was so torn. I was so, so torn. I was torn between uh, the haunting of Emily Wait, sorry. What the Exorcism of no. Emily Rose? Yes. yes. That one. Oh, that one. Freaking oh God, creepy. Emily Rose. Oh my God. That one was was just <laughs> her body contortions with the makeup as she's getting possessed and through the stages and stuff was just was terrifying. And especially because it's based on a true story. Those always freak me mm-hmm. out. I know Hollywood puts in there glitz and glamour and extra woos and stuff but but it makes it that <laughs> much scarier but, yeah. guys, but then you're just story. like damn some real shit happened and, <laughs> and look i've seen some stuff okay like, yeah. i'm not i'm not mm-hmm. we'll probably stage this room oh, after I'm, sure. yes. does it come in like a perfume so i can't wear this shit out of here um because out of all three of us it'll happen to me um so i really loved that one um that makeup and just seeing her face that that stuck with me. Oh yeah. Um, and then the taking of Deborah. Oh, Deborah Logan. Yes. yes. Oh, you saw girl. that one. Okay, because I was telling oh, Bree she girl. had to see that one. Yes. Just. I have a little sage cone. I'm taking. Out. Sorry. That's what the noise <laughs> do that. I'm like, what are you playing with? What is she doing? Cone. Um, it's noisy. She, Sorry. She was. Um, you know, she goes in. She has this film crew come in. Um, they're like students or something at the college and she has dementia or early stages. So they're recording that really heartbreaking and sad yep. in the beginning. But 
weird stuff and the way she's acting just isn't quite right and doesn't fit dementia. And that's when you start seeing her transform and stuff and like losing her hair. And and she started out as an elderly woman anyway, but then as it progressed, demon and she had like some shit yep. happen like something yep. happened to you <laughs> you got yep. some demons girlfriend <laughs> um so that that movie kind of just shook me like you have it on the older spectrum where it's like damn even an old lady got possessed and it it looked pretty damn legit and then you have the emily rose over here where she's young but you still yep. see her get decrepit and be eaten basically from the inside out yeah and well that was the both of them yeah mm. and just how you're just like, I don't want to be that person. Oh, but great movie. I don't want to be that person. So um, it was just really hard for me. Those two really stuck. That actually had the, the makeup. Yeah, there's going to be special effects and stuff. But um, I feel like that had less CGI and more, you know, makeup and stuff. I was the one that picked The Exorcist. <laughs> I um, of course, Reagan. I think that was like, really for me the first movie that I was just like okay this is scary like I was a movie when I was a small kid and it fucking scared me yeah pardon my German like <laughs> it really scared it me scared me and well and the same thing just watching her from this like sweet you know innocent little girl Cute and then underwear. coming back with like huge veins and stuff popping out of her face and just throwing up on I people I wasn't allowed to watch and it and cursing and oh yeah you know mm-hmm. all kinds of profanity I was just like ooh <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, and then they had the extended cut come out oh. in the 90s. Was it the 90s or the 2000s when the extended uh, cut came out where she spider walked backwards down the stairs and all the blood oh come out of her mouth? Ooh. Anybody spider walks on the ceiling? First of all, fuck spiders. Yes, that Sorry. part. That I was listening to your other episode and I'm like, I'm with Sarah. I'm with Sarah. They're out to murder you. They mm-hmm. are. The all only them. spider I'm okay with is Daddy Longlegs. Yeah, they're all right. Because they're they eat okay. the other fucking spiders. As long as they, as long as they don't crawl on me. Right? Um, <laughs> but anybody that spider walks on the wall like that, I don't care if you're a kid, an old lady. Um, I, I think there was another there was another movie that had that. It was an old lady. Legion. It was yes. a legion. Oh, yes. Which I'm even like, I knew it wasn't Constantine. Burn. But yeah, oh yeah. man. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was like, I'm like, I was like, no. I'm yeah. gonna knock you with your rock or like, you know, set Thank her you. on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And not enough sage. Like, I will yeah, right. you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Not enough sage. I will push this person next to me in front of me. So yep. get that person first. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Yeah. That's yeah, little no thank you for spider walking but especially a satanic little kid possessed like that yeah like i think i think the part that really like tripped me out was when she just started saying all the profanity (laughs) because like i was like i kind of laughed but then like when she gets like further into i was like oh shit (laughs) your baby's gonna burn like this is crazy what (laughs) was this bitch and then yeah she goes up on the ceiling yeah oh god Well, just a little, like, some, I know everybody's kind of, well, hopefully everybody has seen The Exorcist. If you haven't. You've um, been living under a rock. Yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> anyway, um, so Dick Smith created the look for Linda Blair, and I feel like he did a really good job, like, just making that, you know, transition from little cute Reagan to, you know, all the cursing that she did, Reagan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I also didn't know this too, but he also um, did a lot of work with um, Max von Sydow when he like aged him from like 44 to a priest of 
74. Yes. So I was like, that's pretty cool. I guess, I mean, I figured he probably did a lot of that, but then like in my mind, I'm just thinking of Reagan. So (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Um, But of course he definitely helped create, you know, some of the film's most memorable moments, of course, like with Reagan's head spinning around. um, And then of course the famous, you know, vomit (laughs) projectile. Yeah. <laughs> Which was really gross. <laughs> and then also uh, mentioning, because I know we talked about this in a, a podcast episode before, but watch Cursed Films. <laughs> yes. You will learn a lot about what happened on the set. And I didn't want to like get into it because like, you know, there, a lot of like were stuff that like he kind of helped create too. Um, so, but yeah, please watch that. But also, um, so just a little... Uh, note so in the scene where the words help me arise out of reagan's torso uh the effect was achieved by constructing a foam latex replica of linda blair's belly and then writing the words out uh with a paintbrush and clear uh cleaning fluid and then filming the words as they formed from the chemical reaction it's pretty cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um dick smith he then heated the uh forming blisters with a blow dryer and then causing them to deflate and then the film was run backwards everything's so much scarier when you run it backwards yeah Yeah. (laughs) everything (laughs) so just a, a little background on that but dick smith did an awesome job creating that and just a little fact like rick baker actually helped a little bit he was like a oh, little assistant. He was little baby Rick he was, Baker. He then. was a cute little assistant. <laughs> little baby Rick Baker. Yeah, he sent. Uh, he got like the job, like kind of just working with him by sending him a fan letter. Oh, how cute! It's really cute. <laughs> it's cute for me to think of Rick Baker fangirling on somebody. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so in love with Dick Smith. Mm-hmm. Cute. <laughs> anyway, that is the Exorcist. That is my best possession. Uh, I picked kind of an unconventional one. I picked Jennifer's body. Oh, but it's so good. Because I fucking love Jennifer's body. It's and it so good. did not get enough love when it came out in the theaters. Because just their relationship and how they shit talk to each other was like every I mean, it's like our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, this is this is what female relationships are really like. Especially yes. when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I freaking loved the movie. But I was really curious about I, obviously, there's some CGI, but I was curious about how much of that was CGI and how much they actually did on uh, on Megan Fox. The answer is not much. <laughs> so uh, the production team didn't want to necessarily do a ton of CGI, but Megan Fox did have a body double that had some of the other the mandible parts moving and so forth so the group that actually did the film special effects was k&b effects group and the moving picture company so the black vomit scene when she first gets well when she dies and then Mm -hmm. comes back and she's hungry and so forth uh and then she throws up the black vomit all over amanda seyfried yeah but it was amazing (laughs) gross uh they used chocolate syrup for it And yeah, so there were several takes of Megan Fox just puking out chocolate syrup. (laughs) So awesome. (laughs) Right? Thank God it was chocolate. Right? (laughs) Just saying. I know, because like what, it could have been Moose something. Moose tracks would have sucked. Oh, <laughs> oh. Rocky Road. Oh yes. Pistachio. Ew. Nasty. Oh, it's a rough one. It is a rough one. <laughs> well, 
Well, after she just did the straight vomiting, then the special effects team did this rig that clamped onto her ears. And then she had to have these clips that went around the back of her ear. And then she bit down on it inside of her mouth. And then everything projectiled out of this crazy tube out of her mouth. So there were a few different shots of that. The other thing that I thought was interesting is how do you make hot ass Megan Fox not look hot and look like a possessed demon? Well, the answer is you don't. Um, so instead she actually, right. (laughs) (laughs) So she actually lost a bunch of weight to be in the film. She went, she got down to 97 pounds. Oh my God. Yeah. She lost so much weight. She got down to 97 pounds. I'm like, girl, that is full method. Not worth it. But hey, do you? It's like Christian Bale, the mechanic. (laughs) It's a Christian Bale, the mechanic movie. (laughs) Yep. Um, So they wanted to maintain, the special effects team wanted to maintain some of her sex appeal. um, And they didn't want to necessarily warp, right? (laughs) So they didn't want to warp her face too much. So they ended up focusing on everything below her nose and like that's so when the others uh, right <laughs> right so fucking telling yeah. you everybody right now everybody on instagram <laughs> stop right oh my god right um, symmetrical on one side of the face mm-hmm. no <laughs> not happening um so there were some scenes where they would actually darken her eyes and then color correct her eye sockets um but they still kept her makeup really really simple and then obviously below the jaw that's where we started getting you know the murderous teeth effect so uh they realized that it would take too much time to get her in and out of the prosthetics and the appliance that they created for it so instead they used a photo double and every day for 10 days she would sit in a chair with this huge appliance on her head and they would shoot the jaw and then they would just photo double megan fox's face over it with only her dentures in and they would compose they would put the two shots on top of each other. Um, So she would act out in rehearsal how she was going to attack the victim and they would fine tune that blocking and then they would have the photo double with this crazy jaw appliance in it. So crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I thought that I really liked the movie and I thought that it was an interesting take on a possession because she's possessed by a succubus um, and not necessarily your, your typical hollywood possession where everything starts falling apart yeah but that's a little bit of history behind jennifer's body fun that was a good that's one. awesome it's a good yeah. choice mm-hmm. now i want to rewatch it because i think i, I started know. it when i was when it first came out and i never finished it oh, i love that movie. i hate doing that <laughs> i love that I'm movie always like i need to put that on my list to finish <laughs> but i also <laughs> love the transfer um the transformation of um amanda seyfried's character too where she just goes into being like <laughs> mental I mean, institution I like, and i'm like i like her little 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 tiny possession she's got going on oh they didn't yeah hers was less makeup and more just yeah she learned how to hover yeah, right <laughs> bust out of jail mm-hmm. <laughs> um well then the next category that we picked is best transformation yeah you want to go oh, first it's my turn? Yeah. yes oh, okay We'll just keep the same order. Let's see. I know. Uh, 
Let's give to the left. <laughs> what, did, what did I do for transformation? Oh, okay. Here we go. Here's my notes on my phone. I chose, again, it was really hard, um, the fly. Yeah. Excellent it choice. Grossed me <laughs> the fuck Hell out. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... Especially, I mean, it came out in 1986. Mm-hmm. I was born in 81. Yes, I know I'm old. Um, but I'm, I'm little. And here's my mom exposing me to like, this <laughs> random, like, scary shit that just sticks in my dreams. Scary and, ass well, Jeff look, Now I like to, exactly. I love Jeff Goldblum, I know. by the way. Um, but uh, it it stuck with me. And just seeing all the different transitions and stuff. Um, you know, Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis, and John Getz or whatever all starred in that movie. It was awesome. Um, the award-winning makeup artist Chris Wallace, I mm-hmm. believe, mm-hmm. Um, did the makeup for that. Um, <laughs> poor Seth, dude. That character just oh, went through everything. <laughs> I felt so, so bad. bad for him. Um, so Chris Wallace um, Incorporated did the makeup. Um, there were different variations and they were tested that they were um, testing the makeup for and all the makeup effects. Um, I believe there was seven or eight full stages, like Mm -hmm. different stages of, yeah. I mean, going from, you know, here we are, scientists, shit happens. Oh no. And then it just, oh no. Progressive. Oh no. (laughs) Wait, Ron, there's more. If if oh no was a TikTok, it would be this guy. (laughs) Seriously. This poor dude. I mean, I mean, he wore everything from like huge body foam latex body suits, which I mean can get pretty heavy and sweaty mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but like stage one, like with the rash and the skin discoloration and stuff. I mean, you go from just a little bit of makeup and getting some some latex on there and things to full on body suits and slime and dipping you in buckets of of goo and stuff but i mean <laughs> yay goo you know what you signed <laughs> up for um let's see oh yeah and then um so when he had there was a little tiny fly hairs when he was growing the patch of the the wound on his on his back yeah, and it started yeah. coming out and stuff i mean you can slap some latex and a few hairs come out but i, I couldn't find very much on how they did every little step. I mean, I was trying, but basically, um, there was like a lot of prosthetics, uh, Jeff Goldblum's face and his, um, they later, his arms and his feet and his torso, then his wings. And then, uh, with bald spots and stuff. So that's like bald caps and that hair has to go somewhere. So you slick it back and tape all that on and everything. And I just, that was a lot for that movie. Oh, yeah. For that character. For sure. And just in, by the end when he's in that full um, stage seven or eight, it was like there was like a puppet uh, with which represented the normal injured butterfly telepod fusion creature. I'm all that's mm-hmm. death. I know. I don't know. That's <laughs> very complicated to me, but it all looked great. And I think for the time, too, it's it was very dramatic. And it was oh, just yeah. very so so much on him and on the screen. It did. I mean, you believed he was turning into a fucking fly. He looked really gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the one I picked is American Werewolf in London. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good scene. So good. I was <laughs> going to pick that one was good, too. I was like, that it, made me love classic. werewolves. Yeah, that made me fall in love with werewolves. And it's, I mean, other than 
my my other bestie over there who is an excellent makeup artist um another one of my favorite makeup artists in the industry is rick baker and of course he did this one (laughs) and he actually uh won an academy award for best makeup um and it was actually the first uh film to earn this award because the uh, category was actually created in 1981 so he was able to win it first so that's cool and then the second time he won was for the wolfman so i was like he knows what he's doing yes. <laughs> when creating a wolf <laughs> a werewolf um but uh just a little background so um rick baker actually was a little disappointed by the amount of time spent shooting the face changing shot for the transformation um after having like spent months and months like you know working on like a particular mechanism to kind of help him and john landis um was you know he only required one take lasting about seven seconds so (laughs) baker kind of felt like he had like wasted his time (laughs) um you know just until and then uh, but he said until he saw the film like with the audience like applauding then he felt a little bit better but i mean i guess i'd feel the same way too if i spent all that time and it was only a seven second shot (laughs) for the Mm. transformation um because i mean he's amazing at what he does um actually rick baker and uh, john landis had several disagreements over what the design of the werewolf should be um baker was thinking more of a two-legged uh werewolf um you know because he thought like werewolves should you know be you know bipedal and but Landis wanted a four-legged hound from hell. So given that feedback, um, Baker actually used his Keyshawn dog, <laughs> Bosco, for inspiration on creating the final look of the werewolf. Now, if you look at a Keyshawn, it is very fluffy. They're cute dogs. <laughs> They're really cute. But I was like, how did you get that <laughs> from your dog <laughs> werewolf's a dog i mean Keyshawn's a dog yeah i mean i i get it but like you go from something that's so like cute and cuddly and then <laughs> then you create this like really like scary looking werewolf <laughs> i was just like well you know i guess bosco looks cool evil i guess <laughs> i don't know and i just love that his dog's name was bosco anyway it's a cute name but there were a lot of fans of this movie when it came out especially because of rick baker's work in creating this terrifying werewolf and so much that you know michael jackson was actually a huge fan and he insisted on hiring the responsible personnel for his uh, music video thriller so that's how john landis came on and rick baker did all the makeup and creating all the zombies and his of course the famous werewolf transition in the music video you mean Felix? <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, I love Felix. <laughs> he did such a good job on that. Oh, one of my favorites. That's great. Anyway, so yeah, Rick Baker. I picked the thing. Oh, because <laughs> this movie. Oh man, I want to watch it again. I know that sounds terrible. Fuck me up, Captain. But I want to watch one it again. Was rough. So. I love the thing, but I have to fast forward the part with the dogs because oh yeah, I can't I can't deal with can't deal with animals getting killed. So I always have to skip that like ten minute part where the thing assimilates the dogs and kills it. Um, but 
The makeup and special effects were all done by Rob Botton, who is a well-respected makeup artist, specifically with his talent on in prosthetics. Um, and he was nominated for an Oscar in 1986 for Best Makeup and ended up being awarded a Special Achievement Academy Award in 1991. Um, and he has also got two BAFTA nominations and he's won two Saturn Awards with mm. an additional five nominations. He previously... So for, and for those that haven't seen the thing, I'm specifically talking about the 1982 version of the thing. Right. I should have called that out, not the remake or the OG from like the 40s or 50s. Oh, right, right. Um, this was like Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, Keith David, those guys, John Carpenter, that version of, yes. of the thing. So... Uh, Rob Botton had actually worked with John Carpenter previously on The Fog, and he was only in his early 20s when the thing started. Such a sweet little bebe. Yes. And he also was fresh off of his special effects makeup creative work on The Howling. Oh. So by the time uh, they were done with the thing, uh, Botton was actually hospitalized with exhaustion, pneumonia, and a bleeding ulcer. Ooh, that cool. is like giving it your all oh, in your early 20s like honey <laughs> you got a long road ahead of you oh boy <laughs> or not keep right, going like that right? yeah really that spells heart attack at 40 mm-hmm. um so uh john carpenter initially uh envisioned the thing as being a single entity but rob botten actually kind of shot himself in the foot and suggested that the creature assimilate all of its victims and be this ever-changing thing thus titled the thing so unfortunately that meant a much larger scope of work and botten ended up overseeing a crew of 35 special effects artists makeup and special effects artists 35 people on this movie it's a shitload of people yeah (laughs) um so he had to recruit the most talented people, um, but he obviously carried a lot of the workload himself. They worked around the clock and never took a single day off during filming. Like, no wonder Homeboy had a bleeding ulcer. So one of the most uh, jarring and memorable scenes, probably the most infamous scene from this movie, is the defibrillator shock. Oh, yeah. When oh. the thing comes out and then rips his arms off and he dies. Uh, Oh my God. It's, it's amazing. So in order to create this Botten and his team created a fiberglass dummy of Charles Hallahan, uh, the actor. Yeah. Who was playing Vance. Uh, and then they even went so far as to meticulously recreate the hair pattern on his chest on this fiberglass dummy that's a lot of work that's, that's, a, dedica- lot that's a work that's dedication right yes, there <laughs> sure is. yes um so all of the prosthetics and all the other pieces were created as well as multiple mod body moldings and then they also had a hydraulic rig that clamped down on the doctor's arms to rip him off while he was down in the harness underneath the fiberglass suit wow so a double here here is why we need to hire appropriate people for the parts Mm -hmm. they hired a double amputee for the shot who wore prosthetic arms and a mask that of dr copper to sell that dr copper really did get his arms chewed off um so then the monster creature that came out obviously ripped him off of the double amputee creating that wonderful scene um so it took 10 hours just just to set up that shot 
10 fucking hours. That's so crazy. Yes. <laughs> and that yep. was, so think about how long it must have taken them to reset if they had to do additional takes. Mm-hmm. 10 fucking hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, crazy. Um, so the special, and I, something I thought was funny, the special effects crew used endless quantities of rubber foam latex, understandably so, fiberglass, plastic gelatin, creamed corn, mayonnaise, bubblegum, strawberry jam, and more for... Creamed corn is great for, like, throw up and <laughs> just oh, oozing stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Projectile. So some cream nasty. Corn or some oh, cream corn. Mixed with, like, some cream of mushroom. Mm. Cute or oh. golden. You'll sell it. I'm oh. not, not going to eat any of those things for a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... This is so nasty. (laughs) Bon appetit. (laughs) Uh, So they ended up using marionettes, prosthetics, hydraulics, and puppetry for the final iteration. So the final uh, Wilford Brimley Blair thing at the very, very end. Um, so the foam latex team had to mold a quote unquote Blair thing monster that was five feet high and eight feet in circumference. Eight Feet. That's freaking huge. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, I'm there. Right. <laughs> so then, uh, Botten actually had to enlist the work of an animation effects artist by the name of Randall William Cook, who also did the makeup and special effects for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. And he worked with a miniature supervisor to do a stop motion animation sequence involving a smaller scaled thing. And even though they went through all that work, they cut it from the film. Oh, yeah. They cut the, the small. Yeah. Why? Small I know. Think of how much like time. How, I would be so pissed. Like, I would be really pissed. I get pissed at work when my shit like gets cut from something. Like if I contribute to a pa- like a, a presentation or something yeah. and it gets cut. I'm like, well, what the fuck? I just wasted my time. But like, <laughs> yeah. so I can only imagine going through all that hard that work. Yeah. Like, I get mad if they cut off the end of my progressive commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the whole goddamn thing. Don't do that shit to me. I had a bad day. Right? <laughs> Be like, do I still get to keep my? God. Do I still get to keep my IMDb credit? <laughs> Even if you cut it. I was there. I clocked I, I was in. There. Right? <laughs> look, at, look at that time card. Nope. Um, so that is the thing. Amazing. Oh. Oh, in this next category, my favorite. It's Bree's favorite category. Oh my god! Okay, I know what I'm pulling. When you guys, on, when you guys this. picked this category, I was like, you guys did I this didn't on make purpose. The categories. I said best squirt. <laughs> Blood squirt. Okay, <laughs> they're gonna make me correct it, or they're gonna edit it out later. Never. No, but it's, it's never. Stays. It stays. Best squirt. Come on, y'all. You know what I'm talking about? Oh hell um, yeah! You know. <laughs> yes. Um, so, favorite clown. Favorite clown. What's your is favorite next? clown, Liz? Okay. I hate clowns, but ever <laughs> since I have seen the new revised It movies, obviously oh, I've okay. fallen in love. And since I've done your makeup as It, yes, that made me fall in love with it <laughs> even more. Even though I was shitting bricks doing it because it's iconic, it, it and I wanted so to amazing. give it its justice, but um, I knew. That's your homeboy. Um, it's my boyfriend. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's my boyfriend. You hate clowns, so I couldn't imagine what the hell you were going to pick. I don't I don't even know. I mean, I had probably a Probably none my, of the ones that you guys picked. <laughs> I don't I don't know. What, probably the half pinkest clown of them all. Well, they do um, shoot candy. Uh, uh, not candy. Cotton candy. Oh, so they shoot, They wrap their victims in cotton candy. That's all you had to say. Yep. 
Okay. <laughs> My dude will like that one. That's his, that's his jam right there. Okay. So, favorite clown. I picked Art the Clown. Yeah. Fire. Okay. Because for one, okay, yes, I love it. It was it was amazing. It, it is amazing. Um, I knew you were going to pick it. It's very popular. Obviously yours. Cult classic. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's who's going to not know? that fucking movie mm-hmm. right um i still know a lot of people that haven't even seen this movie my kid hasn't even seen this movie and he's like ma i'm well don't ma me you have netflix in your room <laughs> you are of age you are fine why are you lacking yeah um it it terrified the shit out of me dude terrifier yeah. pushed me because the edge that fucker's real. i started to really hate clowns it again it wasn't like even born more. a fucking clown nope it took on that whole thing yes yours is tech i mean kind of technically they're aliens. Yeah, like aliens yes. from outer fucking space which is fine with me because they can go fuck back home right um <laughs> but this homie's chasing me through alleys and restaurants and the fucking public and, and sawing like, you in half. No shit. And fucking <laughs> like, laughing no, about you. it. Oh my yes, god. Psycho. That was and rough. just that, you know, who knows? You could be a scary and remember when we had those scary fucking clowns that were just standing outside and with nope. all the news and stuff? That right there, he's the poster child for that shit. Remember when that was the most abnormal thing that happened in our lifetime with the people that were dressed up and just standing outside as scary clowns, and then we got a pandemic. <laughs> oh, we had a scary clown. We did have a scary clown for four years. Oh, man. <laughs> we had a four-year horror movie. We, we sure did. Holy shit, we made it. Um, <laughs> we didn't die. <laughs> Brie, you didn't die. Oh, God. <laughs> Gosh. So, um, just that it was face paint but still you know the the blood and just the look in his eye i mean he he completely um sold it uh let's see it was yeah david david howard um thornton as art funny name um he killed it oh those big ass teeth those he already i already think he has crazy eyes I mean, he that's does. not even a bad thing, you guys. It's, he just has those crazy eyes. And mm-hmm. then you put that makeup on him and that fucking hat. And I just can't. You are terrifying. You mm-hmm. haunt my dreams. I'm scared shitless. I know. Because you can be real. Mm-hmm. What if I look behind me and I see that at a, at a fucking Halloween contest? I'm out. I'm running. Bye. Bye-bye. No, don't bring that shit to the gay bar. That I'm at. <laughs> nope. <laughs> fucking nope. Nope. We're, we're not happening. So, um... That definitely uh, scared the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. I can't do that movie. <laughs> nope. No, that movie. Um, well, you know, I don't really have a favorite clown. <laughs> but since I had to pick one, uh, of course, I went with somewhat less scarier clowns. You I don't went know. with the cotton candy clowns. Yes. So I, <laughs> exactly. So I picked killer clowns from outer space. I actually liked this movie, even it's though I still don't like clowns. I, it's I still, fantastic. Yeah. Super campy, kind of fun. I mean, they're sucking the lives out of people through cotton candy. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't help, but sounds kind of, like some of my weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So, I mean, like, you can't help but, you know, kind of laugh at this movie. Um, Candace Westmore and Cheryl Voss did a lot of the makeup, but the clowns were actually created by Charles Chiodo, um, which he worked on the whole movie with um, his brother. <laughs> um, 
but they got the inspiration just well different elements from different movies from the 50s and 60s like the blob and the invasion of the body snatchers in the haunted cave um you know that kind of inspired them to create the story of the the killer clowns from outer space you know they call it uh they called it candy coated kills Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is i guess kind of like my thing i don't know (laughs) um and they just kind of mixed the you know uh, merged sci-fi and um, different horror elements with circus motifs and carnival gags like the popcorn kernels that explode into vicious clown face jack jack in the boxes <laughs> um, and that was like actually an idea that they got from um, extraterrestrial spores from uh, Japanese horror films like Mantango uh, Mata- ah, Matang- ah, I can never say it sorry I'm great yes got it <laughs> matongo there, there it go. is and the chest busters from alien um but the aliens themselves kind of uh, came into being from the, they got actually the inspiration of how they look from um funhouse mirrors with like the trippy head shapes and all of that uh, silhouette was uh, created uh, by charlie and then um he gave that idea to the sculptor jim cagle um who made the grotesque faces um in plasticine and then those prototypes were used uh to make molds that were the flexible foam rubber heads and you know they use and then while there were still versions for the actors to walk around in um which actually relied on radio controlled servo motors for the more believable eye blinks uh the faces used for close-ups were animatronic puppets with uh maneuverable facial features so that kind of helped with the really realistic grimace and snarl but i really like this movie i I even loved it when they had the maze at Universal Horror Nights in um, oh, in Hollywood. Oh, it was so fun. It was that so was great. Especially that when you went good. to the cotton candy room and that was all you could smell. Yeah. Cotton candy. Well, I got hungry immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, same. I wanted snacks. Yes. <laughs> I was like, who wants cotton candy after this? <laughs> I think I raised those yeah. sands, sands the body. <laughs> but um, it just kind of brought back like how much I, you know, loved the just the overall camp and uh, of the movie and you know like eh, they weren't the clowns weren't so terrifying they were okay yeah it was hard <laughs> to be scared of those clowns yeah i thought they were funny yeah even though they were killing people <laughs> i still thought it was funny but but yeah so i guess if i had to have a favorite clown those would be my favorite clowns yes <laughs> Uh, so of course i had to pick my boyfriend <laughs> pennywise um little side piece my my side piece pennywise (laughs) jared understands um but i picked the 2017 2019 bill skarsgård version as opposed to the tim curry version um and reason being the tim curry version was very typical clown Mm -hmm. which was what made it so terrifying because right. he looked like a nice clown that was just gonna give Those you teeth. a yeah 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 he just looked like he would Those give you an animal balloon and yeah. then boom but <laughs> what i love the most and what i wanted you to talk about too is the newer version of the pennywise makeup looks obviously it looks scary at the start and it looks really simple but it's not yeah it's not no <laughs> it's not um, it's not working with white makeup mm-hmm. um and then 
getting the contours and the shading and mm-hmm. stuff on it perfect the first time and not having to mess up and go over um, and then making it cloudy and muddy and stuff. That's it, it takes some practice. It some does. Technique and soft touch. And God knows I have huge fucking hands and I'm not very gentle. So it took me a long time to to learn how to work with like just the clown white makeup. Um, and getting it to stay on and stuff. But that night, I did your makeup. It is nerve-wracking. It's <laughs> so the fine amazing. lines. Um, granted, you can't do the crazy eye thing that Scarsguard can do. No, I sure but, can't. Which is fine. If you did that, I think I'd probably swallow my tongue and fucking pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. Do you ever pull that shit on me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not so funny. Um, but it's just... Well, for one, it was nervous, nerve wracking for me because you're working with the white um, contouring. You are getting those fine lines and especially for the red. And I don't want to mess up and redo it and do it all over oh, again. What a freaking yes. mess. And it's a mess. And I, um, I don't know. I want to be that professional that can be like, you know what? Nailed it. But then if I do make a mistake, at least I know how to correct it. Even if it does take a few minutes, mm-hmm. you have to learn from your mistakes and I do that on a daily basis, not just with makeup, um, walking in general, um, <laughs> but it, um, it's, it takes technique and it takes patience actually. Um, that too, you can't get mad at yourself or think, oh my God, it's going to look like crap and everything. I mean, I was worried, but you know, stick with it and just, can't rush just, it. just work it. You can't rush it. Yeah, you gotta have some time. patience. Mm-hmm. And, um, on a lot of other things too, um, but definitely <laughs> take putting makeup on and getting that perfect shading, getting mm-hmm. that perfect look. Especially when you want to look scary, you're gonna have your you know your heads down, your chins down, and you're looking at the camera and stuff, and just getting that eye makeup to where it's not so foggy or or too black to where it ju- it just looks like black. We want definition. We want those eyes to pop and right. to scare the living shit out of you. We want to see in the dark only your scary ass eyes. You know what I mean? You <laughs> want something to stand out and shock you. So um, I think that makeup nailed it. And just him being him and the actor he is, he brought that makeup to life. I believe Absolutely. it's the, the actor, actress, whoever you are putting the makeup on, um, can really bring not only the character, but I mean, everything together, just boom, there you go. If it works, then you understand the character. You see that character, you're like, holy crap, you know, mm-hmm. that I believe you could haunt my dreams. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And he did for a while. Too. Yeah. Oh my God. And Skarsgård. Absolutely. The, uh, well, the, the newer version, the Skarsgård version was created by Sean Sansom and Shane Zander. Um, and Shane Zander was the main onset prosthetic artist. And he was there throughout, throughout the entire filming from test to the very last day from the second film. He did more than 50 applications of Pennywise makeup. Oh my gosh. 50. Wow. I bet he got real fucking good at it at the very end. Oh, he probably could do it with his eyes closed. (laughs) Yeah, even by the second movie, he was just like, oh, I could do this in my sleep. It's easy. (laughs) Um, 
So they, even though they wanted to use as many practical effects as often as possible in the film, most of the performance, obviously when he's coming out of the refrigerator, it's CGI. Um, but Pennywise is still obviously a shape-shifting monster from another dimension. So that means that sometimes we're going to have to have some digital effects. Um, so when it came to doing the expanding mouth with the rows of teeth, uh, Rodeo FX uh, actually did that particular section and they designed a special rig that allowed them to animate the mouth with as much detail as possible so that's something that I guess I didn't realize when researching stuff for this episode because a lot of it looks like just CGI to me Mm -hmm. but what I didn't realize is how much goes in before the CGI so like with Jennifer's body or with doing Pennywise Mm -hmm. there are all of these apparatuses that have to be designed around the actors and all of these additional makeup pieces that have to be designed in order for the CGI to work yeah um so that's given me a new appreciation for horror makeup for sure and obviously there are when we we talked about when he comes out of the fridge Um, and then also terrifying well there's that part so uh they actually had that animated in reverse to make it look super creepy and then in the final showdown where he's getting beat up and changing around into all the different characters um, and he's constantly changing shape they brought in a bunch of stunt performers in a gym taught them all of this choreography and motion captured it and then they did the cgi things on top of that but there are a couple of things that are unique to bill skarsgård you mentioned one of them Mm -hmm. it was the lazy eye Mm -hmm. so uh andy muschietti the director wanted to animate the lazy eye on top of him bill skarsgård's like no no, i can do that i can do that on my own and then he did it and he's like holy shit i remember that picture when it came out and he's like holy shit yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like what a great party trick i know (laughs) oh my god yeah just make you imagine if he did that in front of you i'd probably run be like marry me that would (laughs) like come on jerry we're moving to utah (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) but go ahead boo do that lazy eye thing for me right do that's gonna hit him till it works I meant the left one. My bad. <laughs> well, then that and the other thing that he can do on his own is uh, he can do like the frowny mouth corners. Yeah. And I thought that, that some of that was CGI, but that's him. He it's can do him. like the crazy frowny mouth corners too. I saw a video of him doing that. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was meant for that part. Oh, dude. he totally was. Um, and I read an interview with, oh my God, I can't remember his name. I should have written it down. The original makeup artist who did Tim Curry's makeup on the first It, and he actually critiqued the uh, Shane Zander makeup version from 2017 and 2019. And for the most part, he was pretty nice about it. He's like, yeah, you know, this... I had to operate under the confines of this was something that was going on normal cable television or, or like primetime right, television. Exactly. Um, so it had to be more demure, couldn't be as scary as an R-rated movie. Um, But he said, you know, I kind of missed that the nose wasn't tweaked up because mine was. He's like, but you know what? It's a scary clown and mission accomplished. So I thought that was kind of nice that there was the little nod to the next generation. But yeah. He deserved uh, it. He did. He really did. That makeup was epic. It was. So, so good. Indeed. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's best clown. Next up. Best squirt. 
<laughs> my favorite. Best blood squirt, yes, as it were. To be more exact. <laughs> my best squirt (laughs) blood squirt um moment again this one was very difficult i mean just the generations of horror movies yeah you know i feel like a lot of the categories are a little hard for me just because there's so many good ones yeah yeah like you need to have a b c d e like categories and shit (laughs) we'll we'll have to do a round two yes definitely oh my god definitely um i picked the elevator scene from The Shining. Oh, one of my favorite movies of yep. all time. I mean, the best. It was insane. Even though Stephen that, King didn't like it. Is, yeah, <laughs> that was um, super insane, scary. Um, I found out, I was trying to look up how much blood they used because, um, you know, it wasn't makeup applied on anyone or anything like that. Uh, what I found was. 3,000 gallons or more. That's I'm, Like I said, I'm betting more. Yeah. Just from the looks yeah. of it. And they had to keep pumping it. And they had to, you know, build machinery inside the elevator and watch it. And the whole crew. I mean, it was a nerve-wracking experience because they didn't want the whole elevator to blow. Um, but they had to pump it out in a crazy way just because you've seen it come out of the side. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> Again, so little gross. and scarred. This, this is why I am the way I am. Don't fucking question me if you hear this episode. You know why. Um, but that <clears throat> that stuck with me. And Stanley Kubrick um, n- nailed it. Oh my god, it's it's one of my favorite yeah, movies of all time. That, that was, I mean, just absolutely terrifying. Um, they were quoting some of the people that were, uh, I believe, the assistant. Where is that? Oh yeah, his longtime assistant, um, Leon. I always mess up his last name. Hey, we fuck up names Vitali. all the time. Okay. I want to say that, Vitali. That sounds right. Okay, because I miss how it's spelled. Mm-hmm. Um, it said, recently revealed in an interview just how the shot was managed, and end quote. Um, he spent, we spent weeks and weeks and weeks trying to get the quantity of blood and uh, as natural as it could be. So, like, quality, and it had to spray, but and it had to flow, so it's not, it can't be too watery, though, to just make it look super, super fake, because then yeah. it, you can't sell the part. Um so, and now he's 70, <laughs> 70 something. I'm not quite sure oh, when yeah. this uh, was taking place, but, um, and they wanted to make sure that it, it was, it was important um, how they pumped it out because they said that they were in an old elevator, you know, they couldn't have anything blow up. So it was very nerve wracking. So that's why it just took weeks and weeks. And they kept trying to get every little thing right before they did it. Because that's kind of like a you one, get one shot. You get one shot at this. So again, you know, from 10 hour setups to weeks and weeks and weeks, depending on how crazy the shot's going to be. Or again, if you're going to use over 3000 gallons of blood. That's that's gonna take some work. You I wonder, just don't open do you, a bucket and let that shit pour. But, but where do you even buy wholesale fake blood? I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, you could online. I mean, especially movie studios, they're gonna have 
gallon. They're going to have to. Sure. Uh, more blood, please. Do you want coagulated? Do you, mm. do you want dried? <laughs> you know, do you, what do you want? Do you want mint flavor? Mint flavor. Yeah, that's, I use um, the mint for my blood capsules. Oh, yeah, bust yeah, them in yeah. your mouth just because, you know, fresh breath. Yes. And chewing gum <laughs> like at it. the same time as you yeah. bust a, a capsule in your mouth. I <laughs> somebody do that one time. Aww. Funny shit. But it's just, Aww. it was gross. It looked Ooh. like a bloody burger or something. Oh, no. <laughs> and it smelled great. It was mint. Um, so that was just a really super nerve wracking event on that whole movie set. Um but Still they're like, my oh my god! They, all they remember thinking was, "Holy shit! It's so violent. We're gonna drown." <laughs> the whole crew just thought they were gonna drown. But they nailed the scene. The look on the child's face as that blood's coming out. I mean, I think I had that same look. Oh yeah, same. yeah, right. Again, a TikTok. Sure. If if you know, my child was grown up, that would be me. I'd still probably be looking at it like that. It was mm-hmm. terrifying. So, good job to that movie. And um. Some of you other people feel that way too. Oh, yes. It's one of (laughs) my favorites, like all time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I picked sort of a a newer movie for this one. I picked the end scene um, from Ready or Not. I love you. Because I was laughing hysterically. We loved (laughs) this part. It's so good. good. (sighs) Like, oh, gosh. Like, at first, I thought it was going to be bad. Like, you know, just in your mind, you're, like, looking at the trailer and just, like, oh, okay. That's what my son said. He's like, mm. Yeah, but like, then when you actually watch it, you're like, this this is the shit. Yeah, I'm like, oh, don't knock it. Like, what it's going to be tough. Yeah, and what a yeah. fun premise for a movie. Yeah, it was really great. I kind of wished I was her, too. <laughs> I know. Especially in my last go around, I'd have been like, I'd have, I'd have come out. I'd have come out. Okay, trust me. <laughs> you're like, oh, this is, this is how we... Rabbits. This is how we start the marriage? Oh, man. All right. I wish that was the way I could have ended it, though. <laughs> hey, y'all. Again. You guys know why I'm like this. <laughs> oh, that was an evil laugh. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, fun fact. In the original script, Grace was actually not going to survive. I remember reading that. I'm so glad they changed that. I, me, too. I would have been pissed. Well, some <laughs> movies, I'm kind of glad the person gets it in the end. Or sure. it turns right. out that yeah. way. But this one, I, I don't know. I felt like it was it was better was for me win. that they changed it. Exactly. I, I agree. That's a win for women, too. Yes. Just, you know, finally, this, thank God, one just doesn't die. Right? It's just like in, in The Purge, like when a rich person dies, you're like, yes. <laughs> I know. You put another stamp on my dashboard. It's like the same with this family. You know, they're they're rich and then they're doing this like, you know weird ritual stuff <laughs> playing a game but the song is so freaking creepy yeah it really is <laughs> when that started it. playing i'm like oh okay where are we going with this right yeah <laughs> get the yeah. crossbow i knew this was gonna get good i got my cheddar popcorn mm-hmm. but um so uh vanderbilt and co-producer trip vinson um kind of set out the stage to the bloody affair with many practical effects as they could um they actually used real explosives to kind of achieve (laughs) (laughs) so like one of the things they one of the tools that they used was a meat cannon yeah (laughs) (laughs) which i thought was really cool so you know the part where the uh 
one of the characters is trying to run out with her two creepy sons. Well, that's when they use the meat cannon for that. But what the fuck is a meat cannon? So, <laughs> it sounds fun, whatever the fuck it is. So it sounds basically, like something that a man would call his you know what he'd be lying right they all, they all do or they call it either they say it's called a a meat cannon or a meat rifle but what? that's even worse that's even worse <laughs> you're gonna cock it Ooh. right so basically oh like i'm looking this up <laughs> right so when you like see no there's on. there's no way that i'm gonna put this where it's gonna sound clean at all but Basically, you just put something in it, and then it meat? shoots out. It shoots your meat out. <laughs> but, wow. But they didn't use meat. I, they, would, I would just like to point out that the very first search for meat cannon yields an urban dictionary result of a large slab of yes. <laughs> wow. Is there a picture? <laughs> Is there a picture? I would be really scared of that, actually. <laughs> Be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, is that your new animatronic? What's happening? I know what it is. <laughs> Please show me. It's what they used to make sausage. Yeah. Oh my god. A meat cannon. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Bobby it Flay is. has one of those. But that picture is also very provocative. Well, <laughs> it's a meat cannon. Well, the meat cannon's meat cannon. not, but what coming out It's going it to shoot out that meat into the sausage casing. Right. You are welcome. <laughs> All the sausage, but anyway, but they All didn't. The but they didn't put meat in it. They actually put mushy banana, so it kind of mimics um, human flesh. That's so cool. Yep. And like, and Food, since everybody knew, since everybody knew that it was just banana, um, actually, one of the actors, uh, Christian Brune, um, the first thing he asked was, "Can he get some in his mouth?" <laughs> Can I Sorry. get some of that mushy banana? Then I hope they didn't use the mint blood. Right. Minty banana. That's mint banana. Minty banana. Nobody, nobody wants that as a fucking ice cream flavor, guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, but it that's what they use to kind of create the effect of everybody, like, exploding. And, of course, there's, like, a little CGI in there. But Meat cannon with mushed bananas. Yeah, but they used a whole bunch of them, and it's just shooting out mushy red banana i bet you it smelled good on the set though like who's making banana, banana bread smell, right exactly <laughs> exactly that probably would be like preheat the oven <laughs> that's always me thinking about snacks but i mean for me that was like the most memorable i mean a lot of the death scenes in there were pretty good but this scene at the end was the most memorable like everybody was just no, that was the cherry that was like the ta-da yeah it was so the- great and then she's just covered in so much blood and like skin <laughs> matter Magic. whatever we were at home <laughs> and we were all on the couch watching this and i'm just applauding like an idiot just <laughs> i'm just but i'm like yes i dude. mean like she's mm-hmm. just covered those fuckers up and yeah. wear that shit proud it looked fucking her, her poor wedding dress <laughs> It looks fucking better. It looks better, Keep yeah. Keep it for yeah. life, because that's going to be the best Halloween costume. Oh, hell yeah. Put it on one of them flying ghosts on a fucking They're like, oh line. my God, how did you make this costume with people exploding? I'm not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is just when she like goes outside, she says she likes a cigarette. Yes. I mean, that would, that would be What else are you going to do? Well, after a, a meat, cigarette. After a meat cannon explodes on you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you light a cigarette? <laughs> oh man anyway yeah what else are you gonna well, i mean 
You know what I would light after? Some fucking bullshit like that. Like, I mean, I'd have a tequila bottle too. Yeah, you blew right. people up, right? <laughs> but yeah, that is my great best choice. bloody squirt. Great more squirt, than, right? More than just blood. <laughs> I like your squirt. Okay. Yes. Uh, my squirt that I picked... This is great. Was Glenn's death from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, my God, Glenn. This was the only Glenn I like. Oh, the, my God. I know. So, this was uh, baby Johnny Depp's film debut. Beautiful baby. A little sweet angel baby. <laughs> he got eaten. Before Amber Heard. Yeah, first he got eaten by a bed, then he, he got, got eaten by Amber Heard. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Man. He, Man. Shoot up and spit out. Uh, so for <laughs> he those, came out the other way, right? <laughs> so <laughs> sorry for, for those that uh, hope. Hopefully, everybody has seen it by this point. But you haven't. Are you living under a rock? Pretty much, because uh, he gets sucked through the bed, mm-hmm. and then there's this big old cavern in the mattress, and then it swallows him and his TV. Then there's one burst of blood. Then this geyser that never seems to end and it just seems to defy logic it pools on the ceiling and keeps coming out so anyway it's and then unpredictably it just falls so in order to complete this scene we go back to the very first death in the movie which was tina's death Mm -hmm. and as we remember she gets dragged up the wall onto the ceiling and she's slashed up and so forth on the ceiling so that was harsh too (laughs) it was so how did this occur there was a rotating room that was created by mechanical special effects designer jim doyle who actually is the academy award winning inventor of the dry fogger did not know that um and there's actually a documentary out that i haven't seen yet but it's called never sleep again the elm street legacy i need to watch it so they made this room that would actually spin around and rotate and there was there are absolutely no wires just vertigo panic inducing rotations yeah. um everything is nailed down and the cameramen are strapped into an airplane seat and attached to the wall so the room itself isn't mechanical it took several crew members on either side of it to manually flip it around which i didn't know but I really loved learning about this. Um, so it was a nightmare to shoot. But when Glenn's death came, they went back into this room. And similar to The Shining, pressure's on. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because blood is complicated, but you only get, same as The Shining, one shot, one shot to get this right. Well, yeah, something that huge. Like. Yep. Um So the room ended up getting flipped upside down. Sorry, people are texting me and they shouldn't be. (laughs) And it's popping up on my tablet. (laughs) Um, Like, go away, go away. Um, Yep. So they flipped the room upside down and the crew had to prepare. They sheet lined the chute for blood and they carved out the middle of the bed and positioned crew members above it on the outside of the room that were then poised to pour the gallons of blood (sighs) yeah so when you think about it rooms upside down Mm -hmm. bed has the hole in it so they're pouring it through the bed and that's what's making that crazy splash um and yeah then Wes craven strapped into a camera chair and said go and that's how they shot it crazy town oh but then there was an accident on the set 
Ooh. Yes. So when the crew began to dump the blood water through the hole, as soon as it hit the ceiling, it hit the light <gasps> and immediately electrified the water. So oh, the guy that was no. pouring the water, the blood water, got electrocuted. <gasps> yep. Didn't know that either. I knew about the turning room, but <laughs> I didn't hear. I didn't. I think I remember that part. Good lord. But also, wow. who didn't turn off the fucking light? Right. Or who didn't like flip the breaker? <laughs> who did not flip the breaker? Oh, it's not boy. Who, who's supposed to get fired? Right? I know. That's Seriously. one hell of an OSHA claim. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Electrified by blood. That's more than a warning. Sorry. Mm, right? Um, so then the, the wall had a window in it, and of course the blood poured out onto all the camera operators or onto the operators that were flip like rotating the room as they were trying to regain control of it so the room finally stopped rocking once all of the liquid ended up coming out of it um but the crew was still attached to the structure suspended upside down for 20 minutes oh my god waiting for it all to come out in the dark covered in blood (laughs) That's oh, more no. terrifying than the scene. Yeah, Don't pretty much. Upside down for twenty. Oh no, my like, gosh! How do you not I hope pass they got paid out? well. Like, how do you not pass out? Like my last words would be like, "I'm suing." I, <laughs> I hope they were part of a union, right? right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And that is my pick for best squirt. That's a good one. Up next, best alien. Yeah. <sighs> Again. Okay. Well, <laughs> aliens aren't like what i go for as far as the horror movies and stuff but i i do appreciate them i love them i honestly really do love the original alien um that movie rocked me hard um 1979 so again i saw it when i was really young thanks mom i know (laughs) there's only three cool things she did in introducing (laughs) me and scarring me for life with horror movies (laughs) yep um it's not what you think though um i know everybody is used to the big huge um mama alien um Mm -hmm. she's huge she's beautiful she's mean she has a whole nother mouth open with cute little tiny silver teeth um super glossy and stuff um i did love that alien um from the imagination of hr geiger who i i couldn't picture the alien being designed by anybody else yep. after yeah. seeing those movies he just he nailed it mm-hmm. all everything it's fucking but terrifying i loved her um part of that i mean it, it just the face and, and the body itself 900 moving parts yep yes and a uh, fun fact about the skull i heard that they um used part of the humans a human skull so in the front, in the front, like to make that <laughs> creeps, but that's awesome. It's I mean, so latex cool. suits yep. and just everything in the whole body. I mean, it was made out of this plas- plastine kind of putty like molding um, made up of different components and stuff. Um, they used snake vertebrae. They used uh, so cooling gross. tubes from Rolls Royce. <laughs> oh, Rolls damn. Royce and stuff. Oh, it was uh, amazing. Um, they made modifications and things like that. Um, through the tongue and hinges and cables and all of that. So I appreciate that alien, but the one that stuck out, yes, I love the chest buster. Um, And on that one, 
the the crew didn't know it was going to be shooting out with pumps yep. and all that crazy stuff. And so when you saw the reactions and the hysteria when it shot out, that, that was true that's terror. Legit, true yeah. terror. Yep. Which Oof. I mean, anything in those movies, especially if you find out after the fact, you're like, oh my god, I watched that, and that shit was real. Like they were legitimately scared. <laughs> legit terrified. Makes you even more scared. Yep. Granted, at the end, that that part got me, but. When I was, again, small and being scarred by my mother, um, <laughs> the um, the alien that really got me was the face hugger. Yeah. Yep. The face hugger. I'm sorry, that huge ass hand-like thing and you are going to suffocate me and then I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And you have this tail on you and you look Ooh. like big, ugly man, long, stretchy old man fingers. It's gross. No, thank you. Mm-mm. That, that right there um did it for me but the face hugger is um it, it was made out of sheep intestines <laughs> gross yeah Ugh. like it's like it's pro uh i can't pronounce this word very good the pro probosis Mm-hmm. Like the proboscis or whatever it is. I don't uh-huh. know. That's another shot in a drink talking. <laughs> We're going to go with proboscis. Um, just the little antennas and stuff like that. That's That was made out of, um, that's what they're saying, made out of sheep intestine, which I can't imagine going somewhere and being like, oh, we need some sheep intestine for this. Yeah, that would look great. Um, no, thanks. Very I couldn't not imagine vegan. the fucking, no, not <laughs> vegan. And I couldn't imagine the smell. Oh my God, no. And I mean, I'm God. not, I, I'm not a, Big, huge person on textures. I mean, I'm okay with a lot of them, but just knowing what that is and touching that. Mm-hmm. That guy. Go ahead, go ahead Geiger. Right. <laughs> you rock on. Right. You're, you're a fucking champ. Um, and that was actually the first creature that he designed for the film, too. So, I mean, he had to go through several versions before, but that was the first one that he made for the film. And that was the one that um, scarred me for life. Same. Yep. Yep. And I mean, they kept going back and forth and they finally decided on something small with human-like fingers and a tail instead of so something <laughs> ginormous. So um, that, good job. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thanks. Well, it's funny you picked the, <laughs> the face hugger because I actually picked the xenomorph. I picked the big aliens. Yes. Okay, see? <laughs> this movie terrifying. Again, this is why we're friends. <laughs> I thought she was boss, dude. But oh, yeah. yeah. Damn, that thing that shot out at you. No, thank no. you. No. It looked like a spider. <laughs> it really did. Why do you want a human man, ugly finger spider on your face? Mm. So gross. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Disturbing. But, like, just the the big mama alien, that, yeah, it terrified me. Uh, so, <laughs> some little quick uh, fun facts. So, shredded condoms were used to create tendons of the beast's ferocious jaws. It's gross. (laughs) But on top of that, the slime used on the alien was KY jelly. Sure enough was. This is a very provocative concept. She was ready. Can you imagine just somebody like lubing up the... I would be that person. You're like, oh, you need more KY? Here I come. I have my spray bottle and shit. I got you. Let me let me move it. Let me move it up for you. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like that meme with the salt and be like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, when I saw that, I'm like, wow. So they they couldn't think of anything else. They're like, condoms and KY jelly. (laughs) Dude, KY jelly comes in handy when you're And I want to go back and watch it. Mm -hmm. And like when the mouth opens, I want to. 
Oh, anyway, so. <laughs> but uh, director Ridley Scott originally wanted to use animatronics uh, to portray the alien because uh, he just wanted to kind of avoid the sight of a monster obviously being played by a person in a suit. But unfortunately, the special effects techniques at the time weren't so sophisticated enough for what he had in mind. So he agreed uh, to an actor playing the part and he was introduced to Balaji Badejo. <laughs> I'm gonna screw I murdered up his that name. name. You did way better than what I did when I was reading I try to like keep practicing it. So he was actually a graphic artist and they discovered him at a pub. Yes. Yeah, so one of the casting directors is like, you're going to be an alien. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess because he was seven foot one. Jeez. Some Peter Mayhew shit. (laughs) And he had um, very thin arms. And pretty much that's what they needed to make the alien look less human and more insect-like. And they actually sent him um, to take Tai Chi and mime classes to learn how to slow down his movements. (laughs) I'd be like, breathe, breathe, slower. <laughs> oh, and here, Sarah's in a, this is me in a nutshell. I'm in a box. In a oh, nutshell. and here's a here's a fun fact to go with the the condoms and the KY. Um, I got you. They they constructed a special swing for him to sit down during filming, as he could not sit on a regular chair once he was suited up. My God, I, I want to see Alien on a fucking swing. <laughs> just, just it was because of the shit. tail, like, because once he had everything, he couldn't sit in a regular I chair. But I was like, that's so... Uh, right? Swing. <laughs> right? But that's, like, so perfect with the, the KY and the, the condoms. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, so this was actually uh, Badejo's only acting role. He, like, pretty much vanished after this. My God, he would be so good at so many things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, uh, what is it? The, oh, the Crooked Man. Yeah. Oh, God. that blah, blah, blah. Even the voice, the grumpy old voice in the Conjuring movie. Ugh. Nope. Yeah, bye. no, thank you. I'm Bill. Oh, no, bye. No, nope, goodbye. <laughs> and I'm gone. And I am gone. Goodbye. <laughs> but again, showing how amazing H.R. Geiger is, so... Indeed. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, the one that I picked, I had to pick it because it's Felix the Cat's favorite movie. <laughs> because he, anytime this is on and we put on TV, he sits. I love that video of him. Yeah, he just, he'll sit in his, he'll sit in his little bed on the ottoman on the couch and he will watch the movie. And I'll watch him. It's so weird. So I picked Predator. Oh my um, God. Yeah, yes. Predator is Felix's favorite movie. It's so amazing. Too, um, <laughs> so the makeup was created by Stan Winston. Um, yes. And I did not know that he was also a director, but he was best known for his work on the in the Terminator series, Jurassic Park, Aliens, and Predator. He also did Iron Man, Edward Scissorhands, Avatar, um, and he's won four Academy Awards for his work. Mm-hmm. So the inspiration for the Predator design came from a piece of art in Joel Silver's office. Now it was a painting of a Rastafarian warrior. And he saw that and thought that it was a great entry concept for a Predator. So he started drawing and designing an alien cre- uh, character with quills in that silhouette that would look like dreadlocks. Um, and at the same time period as Predator, aliens had come out. Um, and he and Jim Cameron were flying to Japan to participate in a symposium about the movie and sitting next to each other, he started sketching and drawing 
this predator because there's nothing to do on planes. So what do you do? You make <laughs> monsters. Um, so he always wanted to see something that had crazy mandibles on it. And I don't know why I'm making like the mandibles with my hands while I'm talking, but I am. I'm like, I'm seeing you. I'm like, I know. It's so great. One of these days we're like going to video us recording. I don't know what to do. It's going to be lots hands. of hand movements. Because it's me just. I'm half Italian. I talk with my hands. I'm over here. Um, so the final design featured an insectoid head and tusks that came off of the little mandibles. It was at the very end of the movie when Arnold Schwarzenegger goes, what the are you? And he takes off the helmet. And, yeah. he goes, yeah. <laughs> and he's got little things hanging off. It's so creepy. I love your Arnold voice, by the way. <laughs> Get to the top off. It's not an alien. Get down. <laughs> Oh, guys, he was our governor. I know. He was our fucking governor. I am the governor. Oh, man. Um, But otherwise, other than the face, he was a human in physiology. And it kind of looked like a performer in a suit who could walk, unassisted by wires or harnesses. He was pretty badass, though, too. Oh, yeah. And it also had... um. It had two governors in it because it had Jesse Ventura in it. Oh, my God. And Jesse Mm -hmm. Ventura was the governor of uh, Minnesota for a minute. That's right. For a minute. Fucking Predator had two governors in it. How crazy is that? That's a trivia question. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I'm dead serious. That better be in that game. Yep. Oh, I know, right? (laughs) Uh, Second to last topic, favorite vampire. Yay! And no, none of us picked Twilight. Oh, I, no. I was never gonna pick that. Vampires <laughs> I, I do love, not sparkle. I love glitter and sparkle, but not, just not on vampires. Not so vampires. vampires. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> again, this movie came out, um, I believe, 1994. Let me just double check my notes and make sure. Yep, damn, I'm good. Um, directed by Neil Jordan. I was not fond of. Brad Pitt. Ah! Oh! Nope. But. <laughs> no, no, but, but I know what you're picking. The only solitary time I have ever liked Tom Cruise mm-hmm. in absolutely anything. It's it's definitely an interview with a vampire. Him Excellent yep. decision. That really good choice. He was a dick. Yes. <laughs> and he was good at it. Yes. And um, so great. He didn't I have loved to act his much. Mate. No, he didn't. He was fucking weird already. Yep. But just <laughs> just his look. But then you throw Antonio Banderas in there too. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh my god. And so like, great. Baby Antonio Banderas as Jesus Christ. I'm like, and I'm going take through, me now. Going to be in the very like <laughs> beginning stages of puberty, and you're going to put fucking. List- Oh Stop my gosh! Vampire and then that one together. I'm like, there are too, too many beautiful men with long hair in that movie. And sharp yeah. teeth that drink blood. Like, right. I don't know why it's so and shocker. Goddamn. This is how we ended up the way we did. I know. I don't care. exactly. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, why am I feeling things? I'm so young. <laughs> I know. My boyfriend's like, why? Why do I got to be a vampire again? Uh, no. Just, no just put on this wig. Yeah, I know. Just put this wig on and be quiet. Keep your collar. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. But um, definitely um, nailed it. Of course, Stan Winston Studios. Um, again, you already first three Jurassic Park movies and Predator, Terminator, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, they designed the makeup. He designed the makeup and the effects and everything. All the appearances of the vampires. Um, he. 
included all the cool stenciling techniques and stuff for the veins. And I believe, I think he had one of the best, or not like like the best skin tone yes. for a vampire. It wasn't like cake white clown yes. makeup on mm-hmm. them, you know, how I've seen some some do. And, yeah. um, and it wasn't so human-like that it had too much color. It really looked almost like... They clearly damn. were undead. Yes. Um, fun fact about this movie, how he came up with getting that technique... Um, I remember us talking about hanging upside down for 20 minutes at another 10, hanging upside down. Uh, so the blood would rush to their heads and that would let all the other makeup artists hurry up and trace and stencil the realistic vein oh, patterns on their faces. No. Which <laughs> veins are hard. You can't have them too dark. You can't have them too, too pronounced, pronounced, sorry, um, unless... Unless they're, you know what I mean. You're supposed to get that look, but vampires aren't. You're undead. You're not. Yeah, yeah. like you're you're undead. You you're not supposed to have blood pumping through them in huge, huge fucking. You're not dying. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, you've been dead. Yeah, for a long (laughs) ass time. Yeah, a long ass time. Um, and so um, that doing that. Obviously, I mean, he he nailed it. And so the skin tones, the tracing of the veins, um, having them be more watercolor-like than, you know, pronounced and just kind of face painting on there. Um, I think that really made me believe, like, holy shit, Tom, I, you look like a vampire. <laughs> like, what's up, you okay? Right? But he, he looked absolutely amazing. Yes. So um, congratulations, Stan Winston. You made me like fucking Tom Cruise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For that one time. Congratulations. Yep. Good, yeah, good going. But even though, and the makeup they did on Kristen as a little girl. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, from her Love going to that. this, you know, sickly girl, and then she does get vibrant, but still has the dead look and then when her little teeth come out her I'm like oh my god grow. can I just keep you I know you're fucking adorable she's so cute I want Zoe to be a vampire she's <laughs> I'm like please oh, she probably would let me actually maybe I, she was a vampire this last Halloween cute. poor thing during COVID but Aww. I mean I really want to do her up this year yeah um, but having 30 minutes hanging upside down I don't know that's how much, crazy and for and I don't know if I could do that the whole goddamn movie you're a vampire <laughs> So maybe that's what's wrong with him. Just that whole movie fucked oh, him yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe upside down for oh, 30 minutes. Like, maybe it damaged days, like, some blood cell or some, some brain cells. And <laughs> maybe that's where the Scientology started. That's definitely yeah. what happened. I'm, I'm hoping something like that. But I, I liked Brad Pitt's makeup. But um, again, he looked great. I just feel like as far as the actor and bringing it to life, and Brad Pitt was really popular at that time um, when he was just coming out, you know, he's a sexy man and whatever. Um, but I really, Antonio and Tom, dude. dude I, I had impure thoughts put about Antonio <laughs> Banner. I don't give a shit. I got enough blood yep. to go around. At so. a very young age. I was like, hey. Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> what's your blood type? <laughs> right? I know, right? Right. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like again that's why the way i am Um, (laughs) puberty starting and then you see that i'm like shit it's like even when you read the book too you're like oh (laughs) oh yeah another thing i have to do i don't have time to read eight thousand pages but i really want to get into it and and read it i'm bad at reading books um 
But I, I would if it gave me those funny feelings again. Right? Nostalgia, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. So. Well, one of my all-time favorite uh, vampire movies, or even book, too, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. Good one. <laughs> I mean, okay, so <laughs> I had like a weird obsession <laughs> with Gary Oldman. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. In this movie. <laughs> he, he understands the part. Yes. Yeah, every, but also like time. Keanu yes. was in there and I was just like, I, I mean, you're not a vampire, but, but Keanu you're cute. was a puss in that yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I still, I was He like, was a total wuss so puss. <laughs> I mean, he nailed it. He did. He did nail love the wuss puss. Don't hate me if you're listening. I still love you. <laughs> but um, out of all the vampire movies that exist, because there's so many, um, the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula is one of my favorites. Costume designer uh, Eiko uh, Ishioka was from Japan. You nailed it. And because the costumes had kind of like a kabuki theater-like appearance, Gary Oldman's wig maker and hair designer Stuart um, Artingstall studied traditional kabuki and geisha hairstyles and incorporated them into her unique um, and elaborate designs. And like, so each wig was built (laughs) taking like many hours of work, like, you know, for like each like thread of the hair, like just kind of like getting it into its shape. And even like the, well, well, not only with the Gary Ullman's, like the curly one, but like the big, you know, I don't know how to describe the heart shaped one. I guess I feel like they're like big heart barrels. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call it. it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I mean, they were like they kind of used like traditional like opera like companies to like kind of get to like stay too. Like not only is it built, yeah, but, I mean, it has to stay and look, I mean, spray it like hail. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, I was even thinking like for the best squirt category when they killed uh, Mina. Or not Mina, I'm sorry, Lucy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that part, I was like, I mean, that was was pretty good. That was a hard category. See? Another one. It was another one that I thought of. But, like, even their costumes, um, for for the roles of Mina and Lucy, like, I mean, there's so many dresses that I want. And just, you know. It's all beautiful. Yeah. Beautifully done. I mean, you don't think, oh my gosh, I'm cheesy. You You know, know, I can get that in the costume store. No, that. (laughs) <laughs> right like she ripped it from from a book or from back back in time well yeah. and they and they wanted to really pull a lot you know from the book mm-hmm. which i'm happy with because i mean As if you should. haven't read it like you know you have to kind of go back into the the eras that they were using and really like pull like a lot of the costume design hair makeup like just from and they, i think they really really brought it to life um and the, the makeup team was Greg Cannon, Michelle Burke, and Matthew Mungle. Um, and they actually won an Academy Award for this. Yes, they should have. Um, yes. um, uh, Ishioka did not win for costuming, but she should have. <laughs> um, costuming is so hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like she should have won for that. But anyway, that's just my opinion. <laughs> but just the way, you know, and they, they got a lot of inspiration also from a little bit from like you know the bella lugosi uh mm-hmm. dracula and but also nosferatu mm-hmm. especially when he's like old and 
nasty and then when he turns into the bat like they pulled a lot of inspiration from that for the the makeup and prosthetics I for that i almost picked that one too my favorite <laughs> vampire but like i'm Count just like, i mean I, I absolutely loved it and appreciated it and it's just such a class every, everybody knows nosferatu if you don't then <laughs> fucking better check yourself uh <laughs> you better learn mm-hmm. um but yeah oh man but um a fun fact though also so when Gary Oldman is in kind of like the little like curly wig and he mm-hmm. kind of looks like he's pretty much in like full makeup. I mean, well, he is in general, but yeah. <laughs> they kind of like pulled a little bit of inspiration from like kind of like back in Marie Antoinette kind of era when kind of the men were like kind of in drag, so to speak. <laughs> back when men wore heels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had they, they wore blush. <laughs> Oh, yeah. more, rouge. more more than the women actually. right yeah exactly so they pulled a little bit of inspiration from that as well another fun fact uh gary ullman actually hated being in the bat costume i was like why um i picked fright night Ooh. not the colin farrell remake of fright i figured night. you would not like pick colin that farrell. one no the Sorry. og i didn't really chris like that remake Randon. either <laughs> No, Girl, like hard pass. Yes, the OG Chris Sarandon <laughs> Fright Night. Okay, cool. OG. Um, the OG. Mm-hmm. So Tom Holland, who was the director and writer, really wanted the vampire's eyes to glow, and it was initially planned that the movie studio's rotoscoping department would animate glowing eyes, um, but. During the time the film was made, soft and flexible contacts were more modern and it wasn't yet feasible to utilize them for monster makeup. So hard plastic lenses were used instead and the actors each had to have an optometrist create a hard plastic shell to cover their entire eye, which were difficult to fabricate uh, and highly uncomfortable to wear and they could only be tolerated for 20 minutes at a time. Oh boy. Sheesh. (laughs) Yeah. No, thank you. (laughs) I have a hard enough time with my own contacts. (laughs) Well, so Steve Johnson, uh, the FX guy, learned how to make contacts while working, while he was doing An American Werewolf in London. Uh, And Rick Baker had told him that they have to be as bright as possible. They have to be fluorescent so that film actually picks it up. So Johnson tried to one-up Rick Baker. Bad move. Yeah, Um, don't do that. (laughs) And and decided to add iridescent powder and glitter. So, just putting it out there. You probably shouldn't put glitter near someone's eyeball. But there's there's uh, certain types of glitter. Not just the regular cut glitter. Because that is not cut. That's what the edges. Girl, no. No. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. That's so he put glitter on top of paint and then sprayed, as he put it, the holy Christ out of it with layer upon layer of Krylon. <laughs> oh, no. Just, to seal it. Yep. <laughs> so in one of the scenes, he had lacquered so much sealant on Stephen Joffrey's contacts that they were still wet when it came time to shoot. He shall lack the shit out of them. He shall lack the shit out of them. Jesus. Um, So, obviously, the makeup process varied depending on which scene they were shooting and how full into the vampire transformation uh, the character of Jerry had evolved. So, the first stage was comprised of a brow and nose tip that was sculpted by Steve Neal. And the second stage included adding ears and a full one-piece paper-thin mask that resulted in an entirely new face for Chris Sarandon, who played Jerry. 
Um, and then uh, Holland actually wanted to create a really spindly Nosferatu-like fingers for each character. Ooh. So it was initially planned that only the right hand, which refer- was referred to as Jerry's killing hand, would be exaggerated. But partway into production, the crew realized that it would actually look silly if he only had one oversized hand. So they made molds of both of Chris Sarandon's hands, which then were used to create the finger extensions that he wore throughout the movie. And they started sculpting really small ones, a quarter of an inch out. But after looking at it, they realized that if they were going to go through all this trouble of applying fake fingers on somebody, they might as well make sure that people actually noticed. (laughs) So they started using all of these extensions. But if he was supposed to be using his hands quite a bit, they added curved extensions to add to the natural arc of your hand. I'm like, I, I don't know why I'm making all the like hand movements as I love I'm talking it. about this. <laughs> I'm totally getting it. It's my favorite. I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Chris Sarandon actually joked quite frequently that the rubber fingers caused difficulties whenever he had to go to the bathroom. So uh, the gay costume supervisor, Mort Schwartz, constantly offered to help him go. <laughs> I'm like, really? I'll hold it for you. Right? <laughs> um, you need help aiming? <laughs> and it took eight hours to do Chris Sarandon's makeup. Um, so he was uncomfortable do, sitting in a chair that long and doing nothing. And he actually had experience doing his own makeup for stage work. So he volunteered to help. And he would do some of the stippling while the makeup team were applying prosthetics. And he worked on his own finger extensions. That's helpful. Yeah. And that's... My favorite vampires. And then last but not least, favorite monster. Yay. This one was hard, too. It was really hard. Yes. Yeah. I I swear to God, next, if I'm ever on here again, I'm going to do better. You're doing just fine. I'm doing great. You're doing just fine. Um, this This one took me a while. But I, again, went back to my traumatized childhood. What did my mom do to me? Um... So my choice for favorite monster is one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Oh, excellent decision. So for Patricia Arquette, I'm going to start off with that. Oh, man. Um, The 1987 film Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. baby Patricia Arquette. I know. So I've already seen the other bullshit my mom is supposed to do. The other two uh, here and there. So I've already seen beautiful... um, Johnny Depp, get it. That was bad enough. And so now um, what really stuck out and killed me wasn't just, I mean, yeah, Freddie himself and him with his damn claws and stuff. Like, look at my manicure. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> stories like this. Like, yeah. Right. Like, you know, pick your teeth on that shit. Um, he scared me, but it was the reptilian-like phallic is how they it was described disturbingly phallic is phallic. What they described. um the reptilian face long thing extension of him i don't even know how to explain it that thing came up from from the wall from the ground took patricia arquette <laughs> slammed her to the floor poor thing i had a nightgown that looked like that kind of you know with the, I, a little bit more childlike but still and, and i just was like oh my god she's getting eaten by this fucking thing and i'm sitting there i think i actually cried i cried a little bit because it was it i mean you've seen it it slams her on the ground in that scene yeah um it 
it's they um they didn't have this was like pre CGI so yes. and and they had the small budget for all the effects and stuff so it's not like all these big blockbuster movies that can spend a whole bunch of money and plus if you've seen it I mean you can tell um but it's still really good the Freddy snake was um an effect involving four different handmade puppets. Um, they had mechanical rings. They had um, a film shot backwards. Um, and then based on interviews from two of the behind the scenes sources um, on the Blu-ray uh, featurettes, like the Snake and Ladders, I believe it's called, the first released uh, with the 2004 Nightmare on Elm Street collection. Um, and the epic 2010 documentary, Never Sleep Again, that was cool. But um, this one really stuck out and um kevin yeager and the director chuck russell turned freddie into into the stuff of horror fans most um crazy nightmares and they nailed it with this one and if you look at some of these pictures um he looks pretty believable the thing is huge it's a huge puppet she fits into it and i like the picture where it's behind the scenes her little elbows on it, and she's smiling, and I'm like, that still doesn't make it better. That still better. does not <laughs> make it feel any better. Yeah. I saw you get eaten. This is some shit. Um, yeah, so that really impacted me as a kid, and I always had to check under my bed. Um, freaked me out to no end, and um, since it was an extension of Freddy, it, it actually is one of my favorite. That's why. He's my boy. Oh, man. So freaking <laughs> scary. Ugh. yeah just the way it slams her on the ground you see the dust patricia arquette's believable i believe she was in pain and scared shitless so i, I felt it i'm like okay i want to go home now this is, this is gonna fuck me up later good choice boy, boy was yes. i right <laughs> thanks <laughs> well the one i picked you actually talked about a little bit earlier but uh my favorite monster is the brundle fly from the fly it's so disgusting <laughs> it like it definitely after seeing that movie it really kind of yeah really creeped me out <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's it's still one of my like I guess like favorite like gross monsters I guess <laughs> and it just kind of like left an image well anyway but yeah there's seven stages that they did but the whole uh actual transformation was intended to be uh, a metaphor for the aging process like you know to that end he loses hair teeth fingernails with his skin becoming more and more discolored and lumpy yeah. and yeah, like I said before, just giving him that real nasty, like, kind of cancerous look. More and more time <laughs> in the chair. And hideous, like, you know, deteriorated mm-hmm. human skin. Um, but yeah, so, like I said, I know you had talked about it, but that's my favorite monster, because definitely it scarred me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see why it won an Academy Award. It, it was just... But actually, I saw um, on YouTube, there is a little bit of that video that's on the collector's edition it's it's actually really cool to watch like them doing the the different stages with jeff goldblum like sitting hours and hours in the makeup chair and kind of creating that whole nasty brundle fly (laughs) the thing of nightmares right (laughs) um so the one that i picked is from a really shitty movie (laughs) but the monster but the monster was so cool 
I picked the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Oh, no. Jeepers Creepers. Ah, where to get Ugh. them people? Anyway, I, so his makeup was great. Yeah. The movie was terrible. Yeah, it was really good. Sorry. That fucker sprouted wings. I'm like, I'm out. Yep. No. Yep. No. He just. Yeah. Sorry, Justin Long. Your movie was not good. Right. Oh, he, I think he knows. <sighs> Man. He probably doesn't talk about it. I'm right. It's like, can we skip that part? Oh, totally. Just like Jennifer Anderson doesn't talk about the leprechaun. No, she does not. <laughs> um, so the creeper was originally designed by Brad Parker, and the costume was created by Brian Panikas through his company Makeup and Monsters. Although the wings of the creeper were created by Charles Garcia and digitally rendered by Buddy Green, Scott Ramsey, and Bob Morganroth. Y'all are fired. Took a lot of people to make them them fucking wings. Took a lot of people to make the movie suck. Oh, man. That's a lot. Yeah. But his skin was great because he was, it was thick. He was covered in scales. Mm -hmm. The end of his fingers were little hooks. And he mm-hmm. also had the predator jowls on his face, which were super creepy. Um, and obviously, he had the crazy needle-like teeth. Um, and then he had also a third nostril that sat up on his nose, which I thought was really weird and an interesting add to a to a creature. <laughs> um, and then he also has the wide fringe of webbed inside insect like appendages which are really really gross so he also had to wear the creeper con- or jonathan breck who was the actor who played the creeper had to wear these contacts with that actually blinded him whenever Ooh. he put them in so you have to act without being able to see which is great. wonderful <laughs> um and then also they filmed this movie in florida Florida. In Florida. Uh, I call it Florona. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Yes. Florona. Uh, They filmed it in Florona uh, in the dead of summer with all of the freaking prosthetics and latex that that poor soul had to wear. Why? They had some magic spirit going there. It's humid. Definitely some cement. I'm I'm surprised he didn't die. (laughs) Well, so the director was 400 pounds at the time and was complaining about how hot it is and I'm like, bro. (laughs) You're like, you have no idea. (laughs) You have no idea. You don't have gallons of prosthetics on you. and it's hot there. It's hot in hell, too. (laughs) Truth. For putting me in the suit. Truth. <laughs> Truth. Oh, boy. Like, I couldn't imagine having to wear all of that spirit gum in Florida just in the, the dead of the summer. Pros- I mean, yeah. Prosthetics have come a long way. A lot of them are lighter now, but especially when that movie was made, too. But you still need a lot to achieve the look. And yes. That was heavy and hot and... um. It's, it's a lot of work beforehand. You got to make sure they're cooled down enough to actually apply all of that stuff. And then, you know, you step out and there's things to try to combat um, sweat and, you know, perspiration, things like that. But um, we're, we're not miracle workers. We're not magicians <laughs> to make a brush. We're going to do the best we can. But in that kind of heat, um, I have not worked in heat like Florida and hope to God I don't ever have to. I mean, if... <laughs> Who knows? That's got to be a big paycheck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that definitely. If you got to work somewhere humid, it better be like I, the Mediterranean. I, I, yeah, right. I could imagine <laughs> he had to rest 
a lot, a lot to oh, just, yeah. to, just to yeah. just to calm down the sweat, but then just to be like, I don't want to die of eating exhaustion and collapse on film. That's uh, no, not good. <laughs> so much, mm-hmm. so much. No, and it was all black. Like his what right like he was well he was gray in the first movie and mm-hmm. then in the second movie and I'm, i don't know why i'm touching my face he was gray because <laughs> i'm watching you I'm, like, I'm watching you do it i yeah. love it he was i'm talking with my hands too well, yeah you know, i'm making faces you guys will never fucking see these faces be happy you won't see these fucking faces oh man yeah, he was he was gray in the first movie and then in two and three he was black oh okay oh, my God, yeah three of them there were three. There three. But you know what? The third one I just rewatched, and it was when a bus of high school students breaks down. Oh yeah, and right. while well, he breaks down the bus and then starts attacking them, the three was way better than number one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't care. I mean, little kids, I get sad when shit happens to them, but teenagers are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. I don't care. You better fight your ass. Better fight your ass through. Right. Takes me back to the faculty. Remember that one? Oh, I love the faculty. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. The faculty. (laughs) True teenagers. If you die, you die. Right. (laughs) Sorry, kids. Sorry, kids. Don't don't dish and don't have sex. Right. Basically. And you'll be fine. Right. You won't get killed first. You'll survive. (laughs) Well, that is our show for yeah. today. Thanks, Liz, for being here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We'll do a round two. For sure. Definitely. Obviously, there's many more. That there's we can many pick. more blood squirts. There are many more blood squirts. <laughs> that we need to get to. There really are. Yeah. That's um, going to be the next drunk show, ladies and gentlemen. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review us. Don't forget to follow our friend Liz on Instagram. And she got a TikTok too. What's your TikTok? Oh, God. Okay. Don't blame me for this. Tara, if you're listening, this is all your fault. Um, it's the Stoned Bruja. Love it. <laughs> the best name Love ever. It. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's completely me. Y'all know the me. Just go, look, just go look me up. Trust me. <laughs> I'm going to get better at my videos. Please don't hate. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I love you. Yes. And also, don't forget to, if you have any fun ideas that you would like us to talk about, please email us at thesquadghouls at gmail.com. And we also have a little contact form on our website, www.thesquadghouls.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is thesquadghouls and like us on Facebook. And creep a reel. And we'll scare you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.